1: Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 250, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on June the 1st, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey Kev. Hey, 250 episodes today. Wow. I don't know if that's a milestone to celebrate, but it's it's something, I guess. Right. Halfway to 500. A quarter of the way to 1,000. I feel like we've been doing this forever. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. My friend, um, you know, we were dark uh, last week, obviously. I was at book deadline. And, um, you know, there was, just, there was literally no way to get the show done. Um, and it was it was like, I thought I was going to be done with the book by then. Because I was supposed to be done with the book by then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I was not. And uh, it was too late at that point to like try to like finagle a guest host or something like that. So uh, we are here this week. And we'll be back again next week. And uh, next week, I'm hoping that the Patreon will be launched. Um, the thing I'm waiting on right now is just designing the um, the merchandise. Okay. So once we have the merchandise designed... Uh, we'll be able to launch the Patreon, and then we'll be able to, you know, hit the ground running. Now, I know we talked a big game last show about the fact that we were going to start our watch-alongs of the um, the sitcoms going to Walt Disney World, and the the fans, the our listeners voted on the Facebook group, and they have decided that it's we're going to start with Full House, the two-parter from Full House. Yeah, it's probably the best one. Probably right? the best one. I think we are kind of starting off with the best. Boy Meets World, I think you could make an argument for. I really like the Family Matters one, too. But we are going to be doing that one first. We're not doing it this week just because there's so much news to get through. And also, we're going to be doing something next week a little different. We're gonna. Um, so one of the things that Pete and I have decided we're going to try to do uh, for the Patreon is when we review these things on the show, Pete and I are going to watch them together beforehand, and we're going to record a reaction video. That's gonna be so. One of the levels will get the audio of these, and the other will get the higher levels. Will get the video of this, and it'll literally be like, like a reaction video you watch on YouTube, where we just kind of sit there, we're we're talking back and forth to each other, and we're commenting on the episode, etc., etc. You know, the the review will still be on the regular show. Uh, Next week, uh, we're gonna try to do that if we've got enough time, and then we're also going to record our uh we decided we were going to record our first ever patron show but we're going to actually release that one uh on like the regular like through the regular podcast channel the the episode one of the patron show just so that you guys can see what the patron show is and you can decide if it's something that you guys want to like you know be a part of every week what do you think pete that sounds right yeah that sounds fine give them the first one for free that's uh that's what drug dealers do but (laughs) (laughs) fine uh but, uh, so we have got so much news to get through today. This is gonna be an all news episode. Originally, I had the idea of doing like our top Disney don'ts, like things you shouldn't do in Disney, like talk during the haunted mansion stretching room, along with the ghost host, which is my least favorite thing that people do. You know, Pete, I know the words too. Yeah, I know the words I too. I don't. I ends. just don't say them because I want to hear the ghost host say them. If I want to hear myself you know, when say I, it, when I
0: hear when I hear kids doing it. I, I, it doesn't. I get it, right? It's like, never kids though. It's always it's some. Never. It's
1: always some thirty-five-year-old woman. I know. Uh, no doors. Yes, I know. Thank you. I'd like to hear the ghost host do it, please. Thanks. <laughs> I'm getting into my Disney don'ts already. The other one is people that stop the parking attendants in the parking lot to ask questions. Like you have a line of like a hundred cars behind you, and you're gonna stop and start asking this guy questions. <laughs> What kind of questions do they ask? I don't okay, know. What's the wait time on on space to Earth? I, I every time I see it, I'm always going like, oh, where do I go for Harry Potter? <laughs> um. Okay. So what about Disney? Don't make Kevin mad at Disney. Uh. Well, that would be a big don't that most people fail at because I get mad at just about everybody at Disney. Uh, but there's nothing that there's nothing that gets a B in my bonnet more than people that talk along with the Ghost Host. Folks, if that's you, just do it in your head. You don't need to. You don't need to say it along with them. You know, because here's the thing. Because like I used to kind of be one of those people that like like to like make little comments during the pre-shows and stuff like that. And then one of my friends one time said something to me that stuck in my head, and she was like, "You know, every time you ride one of these, even if it's your five thousandth time on this ride." It's somebody's first time on this ride. Probably.
0: And then she followed that up with,
1: Kevin, I don't want to come here with you anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> no, but that, that actually <laughs> stuck with me. I was like, wow, like, it's somebody's first time experiencing the Stretching Room. And they don't get to hear the ghost host do it. They're hearing, they're hearing Mabel from Wichita, Kansas do it. Right. So, you know, Mabel, if you're listening, don't. Just don't. I'm just gonna. I'm literally just gonna wear a show to Di- a shirt that did to Disney that just says "Don't," no, just don't. Okay, worldwide news. You ready for some worldwide news this week? Yep. The, we have pricing now for the Disney Dining Plan. Did you see? This? Okay, I'm sure you must. Have uh, you
0: know, ironically, this. I did, and I read a little bit about it, but I didn't go deep on it. So, right. I a so, matter of so, fact, I don't
1: even know the prices. The so 2024 Disney Dining Plan pricing is as such: adults per night, per person, per night of your stay, $94.28. Okay. Ages 3 to 9 would be $29.69. And that is for the full Disney dining plan. That is a table service meal, a counter service meal, and a snack per night of your stay. Um, What did it used to be?
0: I thought it was in the 80s.
1: Yeah, that's what I was kind of assuming. Uh, so then the quick service dining plan would be fifty-seven dollars and one cent for adults, and twenty-three dollars and eighty-three cents for kids. So wow, there's only a three-dollar difference between kids for the main Disney dining plan and the quick service dining plan. Did you notice that? Well, you know why? You know why I think that is? Is because when you go to get now,
0: it, let's say that this is like the previous dining plan. I'm curious to see how it right. breaks down, but. When you were on the dining plan and you went to go get counter service meals, you didn't have to get them a kid's meal. You could just get them a full meal. They didn't have a way to differentiate right. dining, um, you know, like quick serve credits. But then, so,
1: but at the restaurant, you have to get them the kid's meal, right?
0: At the restaurant, you do, because you have someone there who's taking your order and then you had to get the, but at a, you, if you had, you know, four quick serve credits, you get four meals if you want. Okay. Like you know, adult meals. Yeah,
1: you know what? Sometimes at these quick service counters, I'll end up getting the kids
0: meal. Oh, we do all the time. Honestly, you eat so much in Disney that there are times we'll roll up to like lunch and like even my wife's like, I'm not starving. I'm not getting like a giant meal. Just get me a kids meal. It's like a kids burger. Yeah, or we'll find like one meal that like you know, Heather and my daughter will split and you know, because you're you know you're Disney. Like you're, I'm getting a funnel cake. Like you're just. You're not always like, "Oh, I'm really starving at lunchtime." Or, I'm really even at dinner. I'm not really starving.
1: You know, I have a new favorite funnel cake activity, by the way. Okay. I love when I go to one of these concerts at one of the festivals, and just getting the funnel cake from the funnel cake house with ice cream and sitting in the concert and, and eating the funnel cake while watching the concert. Okay. It's fun. It's nice. But yes, I, I I agree with you. Uh, now, for our, our friends in the UK, what does this mean for you? Adults be seventy seven point nine nine pounds. I don't know how they differentiate their cents over there. Is it like seventy seven pounds and ninety nine quid? I don't I don't know what a quid is. So, you got to just
0: read it like you're in Galaxy's Edge. It's, it's yeah. 77.91. Yes,
1: it's. <laughs> they have credits in the UK instead of pounds now. Uh, for children, it's 24.99 credits. For quick service, it'll be 47.99. And for children, it'll be 19.99. So there you go. Call our friends over at Away With Me Travel to, uh, you know, take advantage of the Disney Dying Plan. How about that? Interesting. We, we have a new annual pass holder magnet. Uh, that is being offered exclusively to annual pass holders at Walt Disney World this summer. And it is figment. I saw it's adorable. Yeah, it's really cute. Uh, I, I really, really like this magnet. It's um, it, it. So it, it started uh, yesterday uh, at Epcot's creation shop, and it's going to be available through the end of this month, through June 30th. Uh, you get to go to Epcot. You need valid admission to the theme park and a reservation for the same date or visit Epcot after 2 PM without a theme park reservation. Each pass holder must be present and show their valid annual pass card linked to a Magic Band or Disney Magic Mobile pass and a government-issued photo ID to receive the magnet. So this is pretty much what they've done for the last couple of months. I think the last one was Dumbo. And, yeah, you just go right. to the creation shop and, and you know, you, you pop in there and then you do it. Uh, Disney will continue focusing on IP for all park investments, according to an executive. Did you see that? Uh. This is according to the Disney CFO Christine McCarthy. Uh, She said, uh, speaking at the the SVB Moffat Nathanson Technology Media and Telecom Conference earlier, Christine McCarthy, Senior Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of the Walt Disney Company commented on plans for investing in the Disney theme parks. Christine said that Disney will continue focusing on using existing intellectual property, the ones that really resonate with our customers. Disney's CFO also said that the company uses consumer data from Disney Plus to inform Imagineers on viewing trends to exploit in the theme park business. I don't know if exploit was the right word to use there, but that's what she used. Right. <laughs> Today's comments are a continuation of former Disney CEO Bob Chapek's comments in September 2022 when he said he sees much closer integration of Disney Plus and the company's theme parks. I'm, I am i know there's lots of people out there that are like, I don't want all this IP in my theme park. I'm like, well, what do you want then? Like, I, I love the IP in the theme park. That's what I, I do want to Now It doesn't mean
0: that I don't want some original ideas. I mean, i love haunted mansion, things like right. that, but I don't know. Like you're never, like I, I don't think
1: you're ever, ever, ever getting a non IP new attraction at a Disney park ever again.
0: Can't see why they would. When's know. the
1: last time it happened?
0: I, I. That's a great question. When is the last time? Soren over, uh, soren over the world. Maybe. I mean, does Chuby count?
1: No, Chuby is now part of an existing IP. Unfortunately, stupid fat bird. I love Chubby. I know. When I move in with my fiance in a in, in a month, our apartment's gonna have Chubby everywhere. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what was the last? I think it was Soren around the world.
0: Wait, so you're just saying ride, like attraction? Yeah, like an attraction that doesn't have IP in it, right? Huh.
1: Soren's the last one I could think of. And maybe even before that, soaring over California, right? Interesting. Because you think about like even going for, as far back as Stitch's Great Escape, Yep. Everything, everything that's had IP and like that, and they're like, "Oh, they're getting rid of all the IP stuff." Well, like, or they're getting rid of all the non-IP stuff. I mean, that it's it's what's going to happen. You know, a, a a you know a ride, a Stitch ride, as bad as that ride was was going to be more popular than Mission to Mars or the extraterrestrial alien encounter, you know? Although not better. No, not better, but it's going to be more popular. Right. Uh, So VI Passholder Days are coming to Walt Disney World in June. That is going to be, along with a new Passholder Magnet, there will be an increased discount on merchandise and dining, new Passholder exclusive treats for purchase, and two new limited-time photo ops Finally, pass holders will have a limited time exclusive space to rest and cool off with dedicated seating. Uh, we will get into more of that later when we get to Epcot news because uh, so, you know, I kind of called this um, we're, we're just kind of like, you know, Disney likes such, Disney doesn't like its annual pass holders. It has not liked annual pass holders for about a decade now because Disney was right. doing great. And when Disney's doing great, annual pass holders are looked up as space wasters and freeloaders. But when Disney's doing bad, suddenly we're their best friends. And Bob Iger's like, "Hey, buddy, want to come? Maybe spend a little money." So here we are again, and I'm here for it. Uh, we got some resort news. Oh, by the way, would you ever like if you were ever going to do like two trips in a year? Say, probably never would, but would you get an annual pass for that year? Have you ever done that? I've done it. Yeah, I've done it in the past.
0: It's hard. You need to go like a a good amount of days to make an annual like 11, Eleven
1: days, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I've done it. it.
1: I don't know. It's not always worth it. The walkway between uh, resort news now. The walkway between Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Magic Kingdom um has reopened at Walt Disney World. I was not even aware that it closed. But the walkway between Grand Flaw and the Magic Kingdom has reopened to guests after a lengthy closure. Apparently, it was a lengthy closure. Disney originally notified guests with reservations through the end of the year about the closure, which began in mid-February 2023. But the walkway reopened uh, earlier this uh, past week. The closure was to allow work to continue on the refurbishment project at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. I have I have walked this, um, this walkway. It's wonderful. Right. It's wonderful. No, that sounds nice. I mean, it's long. Don't get me wrong, especially if you're like trying to get all the way back to the TTC because you got to go through the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. But I would rather make that walk, even at the end of a long day, than wait in that monorail line. Yeah, I got that. There's nothing worse than I. What I think one time you called it the struggle home. It's it is difficult. I it's it's what
0: prevents me from doing like Magic Kingdom fireworks, yeah, and... dude.
1: That I have not seen. I saw Enchantment once, and I have not seen Happily Ever After since it came back. I never saw Harmonious. Strictly because of the struggle home. Right. Okay, so the big news, uh, the big resort news for the last month. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World to permanently close. How about this, man? Yeah. I mean, I can't say anyone is surprised. Um, yeah, I mean, this has got to be the single biggest failure the Walt Disney World company has ever endured, right? Like the biggest like blunder or misfire, I should say. (laughs) Like they really thought that there were enough people that would pay that much money to spend three days with the sequels. I mean,
0: I mean, I don't even think it has anything to do with time frame of you know star wars i i just don't i just don't think this is For, and listen i've i've been outspoken about the fact i don't think it's even uh i don't think the money's outlandish in the sense of what they're providing with you know 24 7 show but what i think is i, I think people aren't going to spend that kind of money right yeah no, so it, yes i understand like I there, there's like, a reason
1: why it costs this but i don't think people are going to spend it you know what i've always said i feel like if the if the star cruiser took place in Like, if it was, like, a if the Halcyon was flying around with Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Han Solo, I probably would have tried, at least, to make it happen. Like, if you had 3PO and R2, and, like, you had, like, all, like, the cast of the original trilogy characters, or even prequel trilogy characters, I would have tried to make it happen. But you're like, $5,000 to hang out with Rey! I'm like, no. I gotta be honest with you, I don't... I love Ray. like... I
0: still at the end of the day couldn't make it happen. And partially, well, number one reason, because like, I don't know where that money would come from. And the number two reason I couldn't even really find people who were like, Hey, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. It, it's just hard. To, it's a lot of
1: money, dude. We Especially after around,
0: you know, cause we, we do like a boy strip and, uh, we joked around, like, not even joked around, like, we were serious, we were like, wow, we're going to do this for Boy's Trip. But when they announced the close, we were
1: like, oh, well. Yeah. Like, I I, I can't say, like, I'm devastated. Like <laughs> It will make its final voyage on September 28th, 2023, and will then permanently close. Uh, in announcing the closure, Disney told news outlets Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is one of our most creative projects ever and has been praised by our guests. I love how, like, even when they announce bad news, they have to, like, put it over like it's the greatest thing. Like, we're closing this for you. Because we know you didn't want to do it. Yeah. We're closing. <laughs> uh, this premium boutique experience, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was great. It was so great that nobody did it. Uh, so, yeah, Final Voyage is going to be the 20th through the 30th. Now, if you're thinking about trying to get on this, Pete, before it uh, it closes down, it's not going to happen. Not. because I mean, it, it is, is not going to happen. It is sold out for all remaining dates through September. Uh, no water park news this week. Other than I actually went to one of the water parks this past week. Oh, that sounds exciting! Yeah, we went to Typhoon Lagoon on Saturday, so we added the um, the water park option to our annual passes. It's like a hundred bucks for the year, and we were like, okay, so as long as we go twice, it'll be worth it. So now we've gone once, and we were like, like we had a couple times we had like scheduled to go, and we're like, ah, I don't want to go. Like, I don't feel like going. It's gonna be crowded. Blah blah blah, Pete. This was delightful. Like we had such a good time. I can't. I can't get over how much fun it was. And my memory of the Disney water parks from way back when was that they were excessively crowded places. Right? Like red flags and I'm not. I we went the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend, and it was it was manageable. We got on it. We got on every slide we wanted to get on, and we didn't, we didn't wait more than I think 20 minutes to get on a slide. Okay, and Look, these slides are still awesome. I mean, they were, you know, I think one of them, uh, Misadventure Falls is new within the last couple of years, but the uh, everything else was built in the 90s, and they're still great. The Lazy River is, is so good. You know they have tubes in the Lazy River now that aren't like tubes, they're like chairs that sit in the water, basically. Oh, that's very cool. Yes, yeah, so you don't have to like jump up into a tube and like awkwardly lay in there like, you know. Uh, it, it was really great and then we had um you know we we brought food we brought like a cooler with with sandwiches in it but then we decided we wanted to have this ice cream They have this ice cream that comes in this commemorative like pail and it was it was a ton of ice cream it was Oreos it was vanilla cake it was crumbled up waffle cone whipped cream hot fudge cherry sprinkles this was great and it was like 16 bucks. We shared hmm. it. I loved. It. They also do for twelve ninety nine. You can get a refillable mug, and they have Coke Freestyle machines around the water park.
0: I love me some Sprite Zero. So,
1: I, dude, I'm like, I was just saying this to my fiance yesterday when we went to go see the Flash back before I still had hope for the world. Uh, when um, we, uh, I was like, I wonder why like they're not putting, because Universal has the like, well, Universal, you can you can get a refillable mug for the day. And like re, you know, put like redo it every time you go, and they have Coke Freestyle machines everywhere around the park, and you just fill them up. I said, I "Wonder why Disney does that?" And she was just like, "Because they want you to spend six dollars on a on a soda for like five times a day, rather than spend twelve ninety nine in a mug, you know?" Right. Which is probably correct, but in the water parks, I guess they're they don't have that you know mentality, and it, it was just really strange. The water parks were like a completely different animal. And we went to Typhoon Lagoon because Blizzard Beach is closed right now. I think that's kind of what they're doing now is, like, only one water park is open at a time. I thought they'd done that for a long time. I guess so. You know what? I guess I just wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. So it's like one's open at a time, and then they probably just move the staff from one to the other when the other one opens up. I would assume. Still waiting on River Country to open back up, you know? Uh, that's they, common. Once they get rid of those brain-eaten amoebas. That's- <laughs> uh, good lord but yeah great time at typhoon lagoon it, it was like um a lot of you know what i fa- we discovered it like a lot of british people there
0: interesting and i've
1: noticed that like when my well Brit- you know
0: think about it. that makes sense i mean if you're coming from you know overseas from the uk like you're probably not spending seven days there you're probably yeah. spending 14 days all there. all of my friends from the uk so...
1: i started thinking about it they're all they all end up having a water park day and you know i feel like there might not be a lot of water parks in the uk if any of our, any of our listeners in the uk uh, wanna weigh in on this do you all have water parks over there because like i can't imagine one like i'm not seeing it Cause, like, i was i was cuz i was mentioning this to my friend dave the other day and he was like he was like, Yeah, like like we've got water parks everywhere here. Like we've got water parks in New Jersey, but like I don't know if they have water parks over there. So Welcome to Cloudy Skies Water Park. Exactly. It's great like, here. Welcome to Fog Breathing Water Park. Um come down the Queen's Tea Slide. Imagine like they had like it was like the royal family inspired theme park. Oh <laughs> the, come on down the newly renamed King Charles Water Slide of Doom. Colonize your way to fun, folks. <laughs> uh, currently closed indefinitely the Prince Andrew Family Fun Ride. Oh, oh, good lord. Oh man, I if if we were in a family show, I could have gone on like like I, I cuz like something like things were popping into my head and I'm like, nope, can't say that, can't say that. <laughs> um no Springs News, no Magic Kingdom News. Other than I love it uh Epcot news though we have news on this annual passholder lounge in in it is in Epcot, okay, and it is in a weird weird place. It's in the land pavilion, okay and it it's like this weird little like area next to living with the land, but it's like open air like it's not like a hmm. room that you go into. It's really weird. So you scan your magic band at the controls uh, at the entrance to the lounge, and then once inside, there's decorated tables that include Figment, Mickey, and the Orange Bird. You can get complimentary snacks, including M&Ms, Zarg Toffee Peanuts, and ice water. Snacks are limited to one of each per person, and each pass holder also receives a Figment sticker. <coughs> Uh, they're really leaning into the holder thing right now, aren't they? Yeah, they they're are. They're giving you M and Ms. Like, come on. Though I do love that they're just giving you water and not like soda, because SeaWorld gives you soda when when you go into when you go into Sea Um, I'm just imagining my friends from Ohio right now saying "Pap," well, they give you Pap. Uh, no, they give you soda. All right, Melissa and Cheryl, they give you soda. But the because uh, we know you wanted less carbonation, right? Uh, we know that you don't want to have gastrointestinal issues on your while you're walking around Epcot, so we're providing you with flat, tepid water. Uh, no one likes distress. No, at SeaWorld, they actually have two soda fountains in the Passholder Lounge, and the Passholder Lounge is available all year long because SeaWorld needs you a lot more than you need it. So. <laughs> uh, there's also phone charging stations with lockers to secure phones, and each is equipped with lightning USB C and micro USB connectors. They used to have these phone lockers like in more places in the parks, didn't they? I vaguely remember these from a few years ago.
0: Yeah, I think like they did also. And
1: I never noticed them get taken away, but like they're clearly not around anymore. These phone charging lockers. They definitely had them. Because now that like, I'm looking at them, I'm like, oh, yeah, we definitely had these.
0: I just think it's so commonplace for everyone to have a charger now.
1: Yeah. Finally, there is an annual pass backdrop that provides a photo op. They also have the um the fuel rod stations now. Yep. Which, I mean, do you have a fuel rod? I mean, I use anchor branded uh, chargers. I think I've got like three of them at this point. And then you just like also swap. my
0: phone like la- I, I mean as we get like further in technology like yeah. our phones last like I don't have phones that die when you know I'm what there.
1: when I first moved here I the, the, I had the worst time with keeping my phone charged I used to have to valet my phone at guest services to get them to charge it for me really yeah because my phone because I used to go li- I used to do Facebook Live all the time um like in the, in the Facebook group and stuff like that and back then that. Ate your battery for breakfast, and but now like with with like I've got that phone now that turns into a tablet, and I have no like issues with it. Uh, so, you know the Epcot Cool Wash Station that kind of looks like a car wash sits over yep. there by Test Track, that has been redesigned and reopened as the refreshment station in World Discovery. So what does that mean, Pete? It means that uh, we have a complete new redesign. The old car wash look is gone and it's been replaced with something more fitting for Epcot's new look with updated signage and the familiar red and gray color scheme found in other kiosks throughout World Discovery. There is a a kiosk that offers frozen Coke and Fanta drinks with various toppings priced between $5.25 and $6.00. It's self-serve. You can just kind of walk. I think you just walk up and do it, it looks like. I haven't been hmm. over there yet, so I'm not sure. You can get a frozen Coke, a frozen Fanta banana, a frozen Coke topped with caramel and blueberries, a frozen Fanta banana topped with caramel and blueberries, a frozen Coke topped with assorted candies, or a frozen Fanta banana topped with assorted candies. Will you be making a trip to this on your next... Uh...
0: You know, I have fond memories for that place because when we went during covid that was actually like we were there the morning of day one and abby wanted to get something and i can remember getting her a frozen drink of some sort mm-hmm. and we were standing at one of those tables and we had to like take our masks off yeah to like drink it and it was like one of those weird moments because like right it was almost surreal like i'm around other people i'm taking my mask off and it was like such like a it's funny we don't think about it now but back then it was like such a moment that it's like, no, 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 we're okay if we just stand right here at this table, mm-hmm. but take our masks off. So mm-hmm. I kind of remember that.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, so But it was delicious. Annual pass holders are also getting an exclusive discount at the Flower and Garden Festival Outdoor Kitchens. Um, that's going to be from, started yesterday, May 31st through June 30th. You get 20% off at Select Outdoor Kitchen when using a cashless form of payment. Uh, these include the Bowern Market Farmer's Market, Brunchcot, Epcot Farmer's Feast, Florida Fresh, La Isla Fresca, Magnolia Terrace, Northern Bloom, Pineapple Promenade, uh, Refreshment Outpost, Refreshment Port, Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of the Medina, the Citrus Blossom, the Honey Bistro, hosted by National Honey Board, uh, the Land Cart, hosted by Advent Health, don't go there, it's just all healthy food, it's like vegetables and stuff, uh, and Trowel and Trellis, hosted by Impossible, Twenty percent discount applies to the regular price of food and non-alcoholic beverages. So that's new. They've never given us uh, discounts on festival food before. Yeah, or food in general. Like we, there's never a AP discount for food. And they're they're really like going all in, man. They want you. They want us in the park. Good news for anyone that's like my friend Pete here. The final harmonious barges have been removed from the World Showcase Lagoon in Epcot. They are gone. 100% gone. I was there the other day, and I confirmed it. They are gone. I mean, I get that Star Cruiser's
0: the biggest disaster ever.
1: But, I mean, that was pretty bad, too.
0: I mean, I don't know who thought this was a good idea.
1: Listen, I thought it was a good idea when they said it was going to be like a jumping, dancing fountain all day. I was like, oh. I didn't think that was a good idea. I thought it was going to be really pretty. I was willing to give it a chance. But then they just sat there.
0: I mean, they were just these Gross. devastating black, you know, machines. Like, in the, I don't understand who thought this was you know, good.
1: I never realized how much it, like, messed with the sight line until it was gone. Because now that it's gone, I'm like, wow, I can see, like, like it's so clear.
0: But even just, like, you know, your, your attention just isn't drawn to that. It was, it was just nothing but yep. looking at that when you looked out.
1: Uh, Peter Mandel, it is now time for our favorite time of the year. The performer lineup has been announced for the 2023 Eat to the Beat concert series presented by oh, Florida nice. Blue Medicare at the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle starting July 27th. Is that enough sponsors for you? That's a lot
0: for this uh, feature of Kevin reads it, but does he know it?
1: Kevin reads, yes. Kevin reads it, but does he know it? Uh, Okay, here we go. Should I read the dates too, or just the band? Uh, Whatever. All right, July 28th and 29th, new this year, Orianthi. Never heard of that in my life. Nope. No. Uh, July 30th through 31st for King and Country, also new this year again nope. no August 4th and 5th Southern Avenue Nope August 6th to 7th Tiffany that one I know because we went I to love, it last year I didn't know it. I didn't know Tiffany last year I know Tiffany now that was are, you gonna, are you going are you going to go to Tiffany again I mean I'm sure my fiance is going to want to go to Tiffany again because she you really should. enjoyed it we went to Tiffany and I was like, I have no idea who this is. And she's like, you absolutely know who this is. Like once she starts singing her song, like you're going to know who she is. And then she started singing the song and she's like, now do you know who she is? And I said, no, I've (laughs) never heard this song in my life. And then one of my buddies told me, he's like, oh no, she's the one that DJ Tanner is trying to go see at the mall uh, in full house. And I was like, oh, Tiffany. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I thought that was a Full House character. <laughs> I legitimately did. I thought it was something they made up for. They made up a Full House, but you want to know something more egregious than that? I don't know if I've ever told this story on the show. It's not really a story. It's more of an anecdote. I had during during She Hulk, I had to ask if Megan Thee Stallion was a real person or a Marvel character. No, <laughs> I come swear on. to God, I had never heard of this woman before. Wow. All right. I was like, is that like a Marvel character? My friend was like, no. <laughs> bad Bunny is wrestled at WrestleMania. And I was like, what's a bad bunny? And they were like, Are you kidding me right now? That's so funny. I knew who Logan Paul was, but that's just because he's terrible. Um Okay, August 11th through 12th, Reuben Stuttered with Haley Reinhardt. I know who I know who Ruben Stuttered is. Me too. I mean, it was second season of American Idol. Everybody was still watching then. Uh August thirteenth to fourteenth, new this year, the Bacon Brothers. I don't know who they are, but they sound delicious. I love bacon. Yeah, I mean bacon's good, you know. Um, August eighteenth to twenty first, Joey Fatone and friends. I of course okay. know. I of course know who Joey Fatone is. You know, in sync. He's the fat one. Not yeah. kidding. <laughs> His name is literally Fat One, but I don't think Joey Fatone was. I don't think there was a fat one in sync. So um new this year august 25th to 26th aaron um a i'm sorry aaron jones never heard of him nope uh august 27th through 28th philip phillips new this year
0: okay he's like an american idol person also right is
1: he i was really hoping that it was kermit the frog with amnesia from muppet Take manhattan when he says his name is philip phil
0: I don't think so. I think he's... I I could be wrong, but I think he's... If nice I...
1: Model. Now I'm going to go, and I'm going to be expecting... Together again. Gee, it's good to be together again. Maybe
0: he'll sing it for you.
1: Philip Phillips will? Yeah. Because I'll let him know that, like, look, I, I thought you were a puppet frog, and uh, <laughs> I'm actually kind of disappointed that you're not. So... September 1st through 2nd, The Baja Men. Okay. Obviously, I know who the Baja men are. I was a child in the 2000s. Uh, September 3rd through 4th, Mercy Me. I don't really know who that is. Me neither. September 8th through 9th, Ray Parker Jr. Oh, there you go. No, no idea. Who is that?
0: He sings the Ghostbusters theme song. Oh,
1: yeah. maybe. Do you think he'll sing it at the concert?
0: Absolutely. I don't think anyone knows any of his other songs.
1: <laughs> I actually kind of want to go hear that. September 10th through 11th, Toby Mac. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Don't know. September 15th and 16th are labeled as just celebrity Latin talent. I don't know if that's a band or if that's like a description of who's going to be there. But (laughs) September 17th through 18th, Raul Acosta and Oro Solito. Again, no. No idea. That's new this year. September 22nd through 23rd, Los Amigos Invisibles, no idea. Okay. September 24th to 25th, 98 degrees. Of course I know who 98 degrees are. October uh, September 29th through October 2nd, it's the big one, Boys to Men. You know, we all we all know Boys to Men. Boys to Men draws a lot of people, too. <laughs> oh, it does. Like the the they bring in a big crowd for Boys to Men.
0: Yeah, like I was there where they performed, and like there's people like all over the park, and like boys Men shirts. Yeah, I mean I'm it's like, a free, it's a free
1: right. concert for boys to men if you like or have a ticket for the park already. Uh, October sixth to seventh is Mark Wills. No idea. October eighth to ninth is Sugar Ray. I've heard of Sugar Ray. Don't know what this gentleman. You know, you would
0: know his. You know Sugar Ray. Yeah, well that's what they said about Tiffany, and I
1: didn't. So October thirteenth to fourteenth is Hoobastank. Of course, I know who I know who Hoobastank is. Uh, October fifteenth to sixteenth, Air Supply, and I know I say this every year, Pete, but this year I'm going to go see Air Supply. You should. Every single year, I I always say I want to see Air Supply and I want to see Cobra, um, Cobra Starship, and I never see either of them. So, you know, what I did just see the other day the Flower Power Garden Festival. Though was um, it wasn't Chicago, but it was like one of like the lead singers of Chicago. Okay, I like Chicago, so it was good. Okay, uh, October 20th to 21st is Taylor Dane. Name sounds familiar, but I don't know. She was an
0: 80s pop star her. also.
1: Don't know her, I guess. October 22nd to 23rd is Billy Ocean. Don't know that. 80s. 80s, okay. October twenty second, 27th through 30th, of course I know this one, it's Hanson.
0: Love Hanson.
1: I do not. I was, you know, a boy in the 90s, and we all hated Hanson. So, because all the girls liked Hanson. November 3rd to 4th, We the Kings. That's new this year. I've never heard of them, though. Okay. November 5th to 6th, Sheila E. November 10th to 11th, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, who I know of. And November 12th to 13th is 38 Special, which sounds familiar to me. All right. I I did not know the majority of them. Yeah, but that's fine. But yeah, I mean, you know, maybe I just go to all of the concerts and just finally like... You know, improve my my knowledge, right? Like
0: you get like kind of real into Epcot music. People are like, "Yeah, yeah what kind of like, yeah, what kind of music are you to? And You're Epcot. like, "Anybody who plays at Epcot, yeah."
1: I'm all about that Hanson life now. Yeah, because just cause they, I mean, I wish I liked their music, but I just like the fact that they play at Epcot, right. Baby animal news from Disney's Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom News Now. A yellow-backed duiker... I don't know how to pronounce it. D-U-I-K-E-R calf has been born for the first time in 20 years. That is on the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Uh, The yellow-backed duiker calf named Penny was born earlier this month to Mom Pearl. The birth of Penny is a very special occasion considering the fact that Disney has not yet had one of these calves born in their care for over 20 years. <clears> this <throat> is working with the Association of Zoos and Aquarium Species Survival Plan to introduce this unique species to guests at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Mom and baby are backstage now, but you can look out for the pair on Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail later this summer. Do you, do you typically do the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail? Ah, uh, you know what? I actually have the last couple
0: times I've gone.
1: You know what? I I always say people should because it's a lot of fun.
0: I mean, I didn't for like years before that, but of recent, I've kind of been like, "Oh, I want well, to find." Well, I mean, they've got like a whole gorilla do.
1: family there now. Yep, The mom, the dad, the the bo- the boys, the girl. Like, there's a couple boys, there's a couple girls. Like, I think it's like two boys and maybe two girls, or two boys and a girl. Uh, but I mean, like, they, there was like a whole episode of uh, Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom on Disney Plus about them, and I love that show. Oh, we got a new popcorn bucket. This is big Kev news. Um, Okay, which one is it? It's a new uh, Perfect Picnic Popcorn Bucket at Hollywood Studios. It is a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Popcorn Bucket. Huh. You can grab the new bucket for a limited time of popcorn locations on Hollywood Boulevard. It It is a picnic basket with a big Mickey glove holding on to the top of it. I need it.
0: I mean, is it, this is, like, your thing now. You're yeah, like, no,
1: this is 100% my thing. Uh,
0: and I support it, because, you know, I love <clears> stuff like this. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: I, I kind of have, like, a nice collection. I'm, I actually bought my first ever universal popcorn bucket the other day. What was it? Uh, hold on, I got it right here, actually. I'll show you. It is... Um... Toothless. Oh, I love it. How to Train Your Dragon. It's adorable. It is. And the, ear, the ears move. And like if you want, you can wind up the back. Like This does more things than the Disney ones do. Yeah. like you wind up the back and the wings flap. I 100% love
0: that. Yes. I would almost be like, hey, can you go get me one of those? But the last thing I need. Is another
1: thing like this?
0: Is more popcorn. bucket. You know what?
1: I don't even know how this popcorn bucket opens or where the popcorn goes.
0: Oh, it's okay. Listen, I got the Haunted Mansion sipper that's Leota uh-huh. and I can't figure out how to open it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. here it is.
1: It's in the back. There's like a thing in the back of his head opens up and that's a popcorn. Okay. Is. But when I get these, I'm like, do not put popcorn in that. Yeah, like, no. They usually ask. You no. Know, typically I'll be like if I'm like feeling like I want popcorn, I'll be like, Can you just like give me the popcorn on the side? Like Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. But yeah, I really like I that toothless the, one. I- they have a good they have a nice minions one too. Uh, which but I'm not like super into Minions. If they had a Mario one, I'd be all about it. Like immediately. Oh, they will eventually. Yeah, they will eventually. But right now, Disney has two that I want. They've got the, they've got that, they've got the picnic one and they've got a Pumbaa one over in. Um, I the saw
0: Animal the Pumbaa, Pumbaa one. one. Did you, you got the Mr. Toads one? No, I did not. That to me is the best one they've ever done.
1: Uh, The figment one is still my favorite.
0: I have the figment one. I think that one's okay. Just the Mr. Toads. He's in the car. The wheels
1: move. Yeah, it is like yeah, a real. You know, it, if it's still there, I might have to get it. You've convinced me. Twist my arm, why don't. Judge. There's it's also awesome. like a Cinderella carriage one now for the hundredth. Okay, so that that looks like it's something that might be fun to get. Uh, you know, I'm just realizing we didn't like take our little like mid-show break, so we didn't get to hear the music for the, you know, the interlude. So I'm just gonna play it oh, right now. All right, so there you go. All right, out. We have some outside Walt Disney World news while the while the music plays. Uh, so this is actually a str- some streaming news. Disney is going to move to a one app experience for domestic streaming content that is going to combine Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus into one platform. It's about time. I don't. Sure. I, I think honestly, I think what they what was going on was they were waiting for all of the the Universal content to. Uh, have the contracts run out for for Hulu. That makes sense. <laughs> but so now like am I going to be able to get like Buffy and Angel on uh, on Disney Plus cuz that would be kind of cool.
0: I don't know. Yeah, do I wonder you, how it's going to
1: work. Do you think it's going to be like like there's like tabs where it's like Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus or something just be one big thing? Oh,
0: uh, I would like I would like there to be tabs because like ESPN plus has so much content that like who cares
1: uh you know for me it was or do you think it'll be like the way they have the tabs where it's like marvel star wars you know like national geographic will it be like that or will it be you actually just switch like to the hulu like like dashboard i can't imagine them just having something like solar opposites like sitting on uh on disney plus no yeah no way not, not a chance. Because it's so raunchy. Right. Um, so Bob Iger announced at the quarterly earnings call that the company will move to a one-app experience for domestic customers. The Disney Plus app will become home to Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. All three services will continue to be available as standalone options for subscribers as well to purchase. Iger said the move is a logical projection of DTC offerings that will provide greater opportunities for advertisers while giving bundle subscribers access to more robust and streamlined content resulting in greater audience engagement and ultimately leading to more unified streaming experiences the new one app experience will debut before the end of 2023 yeah sure Bob just like I was supposed to get my parking trams back for Epcot and uh, (laughs) Hollywood Studios before the end of 2022 we're halfway into the year now Bob where are my parking trams at least, you know what? At least they brought them back to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom because that's where they were sorely needed. Right. But, I mean, well, i got to tell you, like, after, like, a full, like, Epcot experience, like, walking around World Showcase and stuff like that, I'm like, man, I don't really want to walk back to the car right now. I wish there was a tram. Yeah, you're pooped. Yeah. And, I mean, the way the Hollywood Studios uh, parking lot is now laid out, it's not, like, it's not super easy to, like, walk back from Hollywood Studios to your car either. I just, I don't understand why they don't have the trams yet. Yeah. I don't get it. Cause like clearly, like it's funny. Cause in, when you're at Epcot, like when you like go to park, you literally see empty trams like parked like farther out in the parking lot. So like they're at Epcot, they are just not using them. You're like, I'll volunteer for an hour. And <laughs> yeah, just can drive I just, like, yeah, can and I just like drive it? Like, I mean, I've always wanted to be, you know, I almost was the guy on the back of the parking tram that like does the spiel. Really? Yeah. I, um, you know, I had interviewed to be a cast member, uh, for a while when I was like between writing gigs, uh, this was years and years ago, uh, like after I had moved here, but like still like, you know, like, like early on when I had moved here and they had initially, um, asked me like, they were like, Hey, like you seem like you'd be really great at like doing like the spiel on the back of the parking tram. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, like that's like perfect. And they were like, yeah, but you know, like, so you do that for part of the day. And then for the rest of the day, you're like parking the cars. And I said, Oh no, thank you. I don't need to be standing out in the blazing heat on the blacktop parking cars, um, having people stop and ask me questions about where Harry Potter is. I don't think so. Yeah, happen. I actually ended up getting hired to um, to drive the monorail or sit in the monorail with my hands on an emergency brake, which is what they do now. Um, but before I could go to traditions or start traditions. I had gotten an offer for a marketing firm to go be a content writer. So I was like, sorry, I have to go do like my career. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I, I, I cannot fathom the idea of like going to a place. Cause I've been like working from a home office now for like <sighs> probably five or six years at this point. So like, I, I could not even imagine like what it was like to get up and go to an office I like I don't know I, I could never I don't think I could ever work in any other field than the one I work in I get it I mean you could you're more resilient than you think yeah but, but I mean like I would be if like if I couldn't write books for a living anymore I would be just completely distraught right that I, makes sense I love what I I love what I do like I I know I complain a lot of times when like I'm at deadline but that's my own fault because I procrastinate Um, which I'm sure that the people that you know have, have dealt with the show going dark for weeks at a time are like you procrastinate no but you know all right so um we are about done here uh what are where are we at the countdown do you haven't opened the store um we still have a little bit we oh, got, okay like, we you, want, you want to talk uh, how is a little mermaid walk me through hey, you I'm know what,
0: let me let me just tell you this thing first before i tell you this so my brother you've met my brother right yeah i love george my brother's getting married to a wonderful woman or linda right mm-hmm. she's uh well, i mean she lived here but like i guess her family's in michigan right she grew up in michigan okay so how weird is this like she tells her family that she's like dating my brother this is a while ago and like her cousin is like oh my gosh listens to the show get out like how weird is that get right?
1: out of town
0: yeah. So her cousin Mario, I believe is his name, listens to the show. So anyway, so I went to my brother's engagement party this past weekend. They live up in Hudson Valley okay. at this point. So I went to the engagement party, met her family. They're all wonderful. Um, he wasn't there, but like, I'm like, yeah, is it weird that in my head, I'm like, this is kind of cool. When I go to the wedding, I have like built in Disney conversation. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Cause we can just like discuss like what we have Look, coming up.
1: I love meeting folks from the show, like out in the real world because you know you immediately have something in common with these folks and you know it's 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 nice to be able to like you know have those conversations with people that are it's also kind of strange sometimes and not folks I, I don't mean strange in like a weird bad way I just mean like 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 almost like surprising sometimes because like I'm meeting these people for the first time right and like they I don't know who they are I don't know anything about their lives But they know a lot about me, like and a lot about like the stuff that like like so I'll like start like telling the story like oh yeah this one time I was here they'll be like yeah I know, (laughs) we've told the story like five times on the show I'm like oh yeah you listened to the show, um I just like having that built in common interest with someone yeah it's it's great like it's the show this show has has introduced me to some of the most wonderful friends I've ever had, and I'm so grateful for that. Even if they do call soda pop. God, it goes right through me.
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound good. You know, like
1: if you go like as far in as just Pennsylvania, they start calling it that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I worked in Pennsylvania for a little bit and they call soda pop. And then <clears throat> they started talking about water ice. They were like, oh, well, yeah, it's... we're going to have water ice. And I'm like, isn't so Like I was like, isn't all ice water? And they all looked at me like I had three heads. They meant Italian ice. Okay, and I was like, "Oh, you, you mean Italian ice?" And they're like, "Why is it Italian? It's water ice." I'm like, "All ice is water. <laughs> Every Rick has a vat." Uh um. So yeah, all right. So, so Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Uh I really liked it. Okay, good review. That's pretty good. Um, listen, it's too long. I have heard that. I have heard that. Well, my it's one friend said inching. that he that he loved the added length because it like it like fleshed out eric more okay well
0: listen i never go into these movies thinking like man how did they make this movie better for me i think about all the children that are in the theater and like this is their little mermaid and i I, my theater i went on memorial day went to an early show took both the kids and my theater was packed and just filled with kids who were literally like dancing during under the sea like i had the best time like just see like man this is a really cool experience for all these kids having said that like Yes. So both Under the Sea and Part of Your World, in the first like thirty seconds, I'm I immediately was like, I don't like this. Just I don't like that like, you know, the inflections on the words are a little different. Yeah. And you know, we we know those songs so well. Especially those two, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't like this. But by the end of both songs, nah they totally won me over. I go like, oh, this is awesome.
1: How was Um, how was poor unfortunate souls?
0: You know, I will say this about Ursula as a whole. She's cool. She's not like the main player in this movie. Like, Somebody I thought told me be, that like... like
1: she was very, very good.
0: She is good. She is good, and I I like her. So I I mean I think you know sure she's she's good. It's not. I mean, and *Poor Fortress souls is pretty good.
1: I could not believe that they before this movie came out, instead of releasing like *Under the Sea* or like *Part of Your World*, they were like, "Hey, here's the song that's going to bring them in the door. We're going to release a single." Of this weird Aquafina scuttle song, and she's like, I it. and I was like, "What is that? Why are my ears I bleeding right it. now?"
0: But I like Aquafina. I like Aquafina too, uh. but
1: I don't like Aquafina as a voice actress because <laughs> for me, she's Seth Rogen. Like, and I, I, I mean, like, like I think Seth Rogen is the antidote for entertainment, unless Judd Apatow is forcibly leading him to to the comedy well, but. uh like whenever she does a voice i'm like okay that's just aquafina talking right i get it no i thought she was great in this i do but uh, listen i do love aqua i do I love aquafina like as a rule i love her
0: do i need live action remakes of all these movies no, no. i don't need no. them gosh no but was i entertained yeah i thought it was fun it's just too long the little girl next to me like you know at one point was like okay can we go home now mom and i'm like <laughs> huh like, like i remember like yeah, I can remember the first movie I took Abby to was uh, a Winnie the Pooh movie, and I remember it was like seventy-two minutes. And I'm like, okay, this might, this might be good. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's really short. You see, know, it's hard when they're really little, right. you know. it be a two-hour and twenty-minute movie, like oh. that's difficult. So it is a little lengthy, but I don't know, on the whole, it was great. It's Am I going to watch it hours again? Hours and twenty
1: minutes. I don't know. Maybe it's two and fifteen. Oh, it's it's a little long for a kids movie. Uh, so I had a movie going experience uh, this week as well, just last night, which, you know, you and I have discussed, but I got to go see a advanced free private screen. Oh, not private. I got an advanced free screening of The Flash. Okay. Um, How do I put this? I hate this movie like it murdered my parents. Well, you hate all these movies. No, I don't. You do. I though. just loved Guardians 3 and you hated it. Yeah, of. that's a Marvel movie. But I'm talking like you don't like you don't like any of these DC movies. You hate all of them. I mean, they're not good. That's. I mean I I loved Wonder Woman. I loved the first Shazam. I haven't seen Shazam 2 yet. I really like Man of Steel with, with despite its glaring problems. It's just this Michael Keaton is wonderful. He and is... isn't he really the whole movie? No, no. Barry Allen, multiple versions of Barry Allen is the entire movie. Do not let li- like Michael Keaton's in it a lot. Don't get me wrong, he's in it, but he's in it like the way the Falcon is in like like an Avengers movie before he was Captain America. You know, well, not an Avengers movie. Like he's in it the way Falcon is in like like Winter Soldier. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Like he's in it, but like there's a whole, he doesn't show up for the first, and I'm not going to give you guys spoilers here, but there's a whole hour of this movie before you get Michael Keaton. And that hour is the most exhausting, mind-numbing, irritating, ugly mess I have ever seen vomited onto a screen. Ezra Miller redefines what annoying means in this movie like he he is if if you guys think jar jar binks is annoying wait until you get 18 year old barry allen well let me ask you a question do you hate him as the flash in the other movies yes okay
0: so you just all right well
1: that's the thing. you know what i shouldn't say completely yes no i actually tolerated him in justice league because i don't mind him in those movies at all i don't really mind him in justice league he's he's kind of just whatever um, what else has he been? I mean, he was only flash in Justice League, right. and well, in then the Snyder Cut. Not, but I liked nothing in the Snyder Cut, other than the music. And I mean, like the music, music, not like the weird song that Icelandic woman sang while sniffing Aquaman's sweater, right? Just proving that he left nothing on the cutting room floor. So yeah. Um... Every second that Michael Keaton is in is a genuine joy to behold. He is a treasure. He's wonderful. He is just truly a wonderful man and a wonderful actor. And he slips, he slips back into this character with the ease and grace. Uh, it, it is just so easy for him to just go right back to being Batman. Because he never stopped being Batman, in my opinion, in his head. I'm sure he did. Um it which makes me like I'm like wow I I kind of like I don't like Beetlejuice like the original movie but I'm kind of I'm kind of like I want to see what he's going to do in a Beetlejuice sequel. Yeah, I think he can do anything. Yeah, he's great. He is fantastic. What a gem. Uh <clears throat> and I said to my fiance as we walked out I said, "You know, in 6 months I'm going to be super thrilled to be able to watch all of those Michael Keaton scenes on YouTube." But I will not sit through this two-hour and twenty-minute movie again. I'm really curious. I think it looks great, so I'm I kind feel of like I have to, to sit see. through it again, though, because like I like the ending is not done. I also yeah, don't. Yeah. The CGI definitely could not have been done because it was ba- it was it is bad. It is. Which I'm like, how are you not done with the CGI yet? You filmed this movie four years ago. Well, ask James Cameron. I mean, it takes a while. Oh, that James. <laughs> James Cameron is not the, the shining example you need to bring up to me. I despise James Cameron. I like James Cameron. Ugh. I just think he's so arrogant. I mean, no show, I mean he's def- he no-showed the Oscars because they didn't nominate him for Best Director, even though his film was nominated. He's definitely arrogant, but... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Supergirl was just kind of there. Like, she doesn't really have a personality or a character. Or, like, like, she's just, like, there's just nothing to her. And these vaunted cameos that are, like, talked about, which I won't get into. But, I mean, they're a nothing burger. Like, they're just kind of like, you just see them at one point. All one right after the other. So, you know, it's it's whatever. It's not like, it's not like No Way Home where it's like, oh, George Clooney and Val Kilmer showed up. Like, that doesn't happen. I'm also like, how do you have Ben Affleck and um, Michael Keaton in a movie together? In a movie together, and they don't interact. Like, what a what a misfire that was. Yeah. Uh, so this, honestly, though, I feel that it is a fitting end to the Snyderverse. It is a, right,
0: which is ultimately what this is trying to do.
1: It's a fitting end to the Snyderverse in that it is a disjointed, sloppy, messy hellscape of a film to end this sloppy, misguided hellscape of a universe. So, there's my review. On to the next one. On to the next. I have hopes for whatever they're going to do next cuz I can- I have to hope. I Good have luck, James hope. Gunn. I I do love James Gunn. I mean like I mean you hated Guardians 3 and I loved it. Listen, everyone loves it. I, I get that's just me. I just didn't think it was fun. I'm glad that you see that it's just you now, because when I told you that I loved that movie, you were like, you have to be the only person on Earth that liked that movie.
0: Well, it's funny. I brought an entire crew to see this movie. We all kind of hated it. It's it's not for kids.
1: It's oh, written It's poorly. definitely not for kids.
0: Like, I don't get why. I get that this is kind of James Gunn's, uh, let's say, you know. His big exit this is his big exit from Marvel. And he went out in the way he felt appropriate of a company that fired him mm-hmm. because it just kind of
1: does things. I'm really surprised they did. You know and... what, you mentioned to me earlier today, before we went on the air, how James Gunn um, kind of like said that rocket is kind of like him. Remember? Yep. <laughs> I kind of feel like he leaned into that a little bit with like the rocket stuff in guardians three, because he was like, like, like the, he, the, the I felt like Feige was the the grand evolutionary or whatever his name is because he, yeah, he, the high evolutionary. He has to go get Rocket back because he's the only one with imagination, right? And I was like, oh, that's James Gunn projecting. I just don't need any
0: of this. I don't need a director to put themselves on screen in, in a
1: franchise, and I, just, I don't need it. You said something to me before we went on the air today that resonated with me big time where you said you know who the russos were in endgame nobody
0: yeah they just made awesome movies yeah they just
1: made really good movies and i i can't argue with you on that you look at that that
0: dc slate that you know gun has and it's like all these clearly very gun projects and superman because we have to
1: and batman and that just makes me nervous superman and bat yeah, yeah the right. batman brave and the bold which I don't know why they're calling it that. Like cuz it's not the brave and the bold, it's Batman and Son. Right. The uh I mean I I love Damien. I'm excited for a Damien movie. Yeah. But uh I think that this movie has got to be post Jason Todd death. And it ends with Rachel Ghoul bringing Jason Todd back to life. That's my, that that's the post-credit scene to me. Huh, that'd be cool. Is Rachel Gould going like like Bruce Bruce is hesitant to let Damian be Robin because he just lost Jason and it's still so fresh and, and the wound is so fresh and then at the end the post credit scene is Rachel Gould is like you took my boy I'm about to take yours. So that's how I would write it anyway. And I, I have a feeling that the Superman story is going to be a Legion story. Yeah, a lot of people said that when they
0: first announced <laughs> it just based on the the age of Superman. The age stuff. of Superman
1: and of the characters. fact that it's called Legacy.
0: Yeah. And honestly, Legion is something that's so right up Guns Alley cuz it's yeah. just a bunch of weird characters.
1: I I could see it being like like Superman is like ready to like hang it up because the world is kind of awful. And the Legion is like no, you can't do this because you're Superman and you have to you have a legacy. And like right. you have to like you have we have to help like help you see why you need to be Superman, which is great because then you could spin the Legion off into their own thing. And I, I like the Legion, so. I, I liked the Legion when they did that uh, Super Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes cartoon. Yeah, remember they got rid of uh, Teen Titans for that? Is that what they got rid of Teen Titans for? Yeah. How'd how that work out for you? We
0: pretty yeah. much just reinvented Teen Titans Go after one season of Legion. <laughs> that
1: didn't yeah. work. Legion had two seasons. No, did yeah, it? It did. The second wow. season, they had, like a, they had like a Superman clone that used like the elements or something. Do you vaguely remember that? No, I didn't watch any of that. Yeah. The first season, it's like straight up Clark Kent. And the second season, it's like a clone. Okay. That, like, kind of just lives with the Legion now. So, um... By the way, do you know what is, like, my guilty pleasure show of all time? It is Teen Titans Go? Oh, it's wonderful. That's it's a guilty hysterical. Pleasure. I, don't I don't understand people that don't like it. Like, I I quote that show incessantly. Like, anytime anytime my fiance and I have to do anything, like, the most mundane thing, she'll be like... She'll be like, oh, I gotta go throw out this... Uh, this rapper and I'll be like One Life Titans, the one with love the it. with the poop suitcase. Yep, ah, oh, poop suitcase is like my favorite thing. Like that's one of those things where like if I'm having a bad day, I'll watch that clip. We've taken the poop suitcase. We take it everywhere. I hate everything about this. Uh, but it, but you know what? Like it. I also love that it introduced these characters to like a new generation of kids. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. My cousin's daughter was Raven for Halloween, and I was like, "That's so weird to me." Because like I still think of Raven as like a deep cuts character, you know? I, I love Starfire. F- F- like F- I Thun's just favorite Titan. I just love them all. Yeah, they're, they're great. So good in this movie, in the show. All right. Well, my throat's about to give out. You about ready to be done for the day? yeah well I'm gonna go work alright well uh, that's, that's gonna I do it, it for two minute in the mouse this week folks thank you so much for joining us we'll see you guys next Friday for a brand new episode we'll also have hopefully a uh, free patron episode for you guys to coincide with the launch of our Patreon um, we are super duper excited to bring all that to you guys and you know more information on that will be forthcoming uh, please join our Facebook discussion group at facebook.com slash group slash two minute in the mouse because we will be making some announcements in there as well uh folks if you love our buddy peter Mandel, check him out at rogue comics at 105 north union avenue in Cranford, new jersey 07016 or go to rogue comics.com you can buy, find on a link to pete's ebay store if you're gonna be planning a trip anywhere around the world but especially to the disney parks check out our buddies over at away with me travel uh it's run by uh our buddy justin over at ddp today um podcast and they take great care of everybody and folks for me please check out my books uh you know, my, my new book, Captive Hearts, is currently out, and that is written under the name Vincent Valentin. Uh, that is just a straight-up detective novel, so no supernatural or anything like that. Then uh, my my supernatural detective novel is The Lies from Beyond. That's out there currently right now. Uh, the Ross Rossinani series, which is written under my real name, Kevin J. Kessler, uh, can also be found on Amazon. So I have, like, 17 books out now, I think. I just finished my 18th. So uh, <clears throat> a lot of reading material out. Um, and, you know, keep your eyes peeled for the Morty Monster YouTube channel. I'm currently uh, in the midst of a, of a project related to that, Pete. Oh, that uh, sounds I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm building Morty version 3. Okay. This one is actually being made by me, so, you know, that will be something. All right, folks, uh, please keep the magic alive in your lives every day of your life, and we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful
0: tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a
1: dream away
0: If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.